We have an update on the Latin Mass ban document that was supposed to come on the 3rd of April. Reportedly, the document was delayed by Francis's hospitalization for bronchitis. That is, it was bronchitis if we actually believe anything the, the Vatican News Agency's report on anything of any real importance that may affect the papacy. And if we believe that the medications they give him would work for the kind of ailment they claim he had, when in reality, they actually wouldn't, as numerous doctors in my comments sections on that video and in numerous emails I received reported. The document was delayed and the, the report comes from a European source that has been 100% accurate with these kind of reports to date. So while I do advise taking this news with a grain of salt due to technically it being a rumor, the source has been right 100% of the time so far. And it comes in the form of an article that's very short, and I will give it to you in full. It comes from a website called samorumpontificum.de, and it comes with this headline. From rumors to facts, the document is coming, dated April 4th, 2023, which is yesterday. The report, if true, is what would need to be done by Rome to completely bury the traditional faith and its liturgy forever, leaving it to be found only in the SSPX and groups alleged to be in schism with apostate Rome as if that'd be a bad thing. Here's the article, quote, On the feared date of April 3rd, no new Roman document with further restrictions on the traditional liturgy has appeared. According to information from our informant in Rome, however, this does not mean that no corresponding regulations will be issued. Perhaps Francis's hospitalization has upset the original schedule. Perhaps there have been last-minute changes. But the document, which has been rumored to have been leaked since January, appears to be ready now and its release is expected in a matter of days, weeks at best. The new document, which will probably not take the form of an apostolic constitution, is to be published by the Higher Authority for Religious and Spiritual Communities formerly the Congregation of Religious, and will deal primarily with the seminars of the traditional doctrinal and liturgical communities. It contains the statement that the seminaries and training centers do not correspond to the requirements of the present, as recognized by the Second Vatican Council, either in terms of the theology taught in them or in terms of their didactic practices and disciplinary order, and are therefore comprehensively renewed, will have to. That's a translation error, meaning they will have to be uh, comprehensively renewed. The standards of the reforms are the practice of the diocesan and supra-diocesan seminaries and colleges set up in their respective countries. As in the general seminars, the liturgical training should focus on the, quote, renewed liturgy of St. Pope Paul VI as the, quote, only lex orandi of the Roman Rite. The information available here does not indicate what significance, quote, historical forms of the Roman liturgy can have. The document attaches particular importance to the fact that larger parts of the course are completed at state universities that represent the current state of science. Until the courses, curricula, and disciplinary regulations of the seminaries of the communities meet the new requirements, all further training will be prohibited. The resumption of the seminar operations requires a special Vatic Roman approval. Lecturers of seminarians who do not agree with the ordered reorganization of training are advised in barely coded words to apply for membership or study 
with places with the Society of St. Pius X, presumably. We want to avoid trying to comment in detail until the, until the new document is officially available. There do not seem to be any major surprises compared to what we have already reported or suspected in our reporting on the developments in the Frejus Toulon or in Diane Montagna's research, but the document expected this month need not be the last in the series of attempts by the Bergoglio pontificate to cut off the church of the 21st century from its apostolic and Roman foundations. End quote. And that is what would be needed to eliminate the traditional faith, to destroy the seminaries, to force them to become modernist. Now note the article says something critical, that this document won't be the last by Rome to cut the church off from its apostolic and Roman foundations. That's a fancy way of calling Francis and his henchmen schismatics. How can a pontiff be a schismatic when the Pope is supposed to be the sign of unity of faith? I'll let you figure that one out. That question may lead to some unpleasant answers about the validity of Francis, which has been an open question for many people. Now, if you're wondering if you should submit to this heresy, I'll provide you a simple answer first by, of course, saying no, and don't listen to people telling you to stay away from the groups resisting these errors. They're probably controlled opposition and only care about money and power. But second, here's just the latest example of why you shouldn't listen to them. They're not Catholic. This report comes from Novus Ordo Watch, which is, yes, a set of a contest site, and no, I am not a set of a contest. But the news report is 100% accurate, even if they use some of the colorful language used by set of a contest to describe prelates in the modern church, and I know that bothers some people. But their reporting is always on the money. The story they provide to us is of Cardinal Cantalamesa, the papal preacher, who is frankly a heretic, and because he is a cardinal, he is technically capable of becoming the next Roman pontiff, and he is reportedly rather widely beloved. From their article on him, quote, Every year for Advent and Lent it is, quote, Cardinal Cantalamelesa's task to prepare and preach sermons to the false pope <laughs> and his Roman curia, and he hasn't failed to deliver. On Good Friday 2002, in the presence of St. John Paul II, Father Cantalamesa proclaimed the incredible blasphemy that God does not merely passively tolerate false religions, but positively wills their existence. Sound familiar? The Capuchin blasphemer said verbatim that such religions, quote, are not merely tolerated by God, but positively willed by him as an expression of the inexhaustible richness of his grace and his will for everyone to be saved. Citation to the Sermon of March 29, 2002. The so-called Catholic News Service reported on this on April 1st, 2002, and no, it was not an April Fool's joke. This is obviously an outlandish heresy and manifestly contrary even to common sense. It incurs the anathema pronounced at the Council of Trent. Quote, If anyone shall say that it is not in the power of man to make his ways evil, but that God produces the evil as well as the good works, not only by permission, but also properly and of himself, so that the betrayal of Judas is no less his own proper work than the vocation of Paul, let him be anathema. See the session 6 of the Council of Trent, Canon 6, cited in Denzinger, <laughs> number 816. Fast forward to this past Friday, March 31st, 2023, when Cantala Mesa delivered his fifth Lenten sermon for the year. Not surprisingly, he included a bombshell, quoting the cardinal directly again. I noted with joy that under the name of the Pope in the Annuario Pontificio, there is only the title Bishop of Rome. All other titles, Vicar of Christ, Supreme Pontiff of the Universal Church, Primate of Italy, etc., 
are listed as, quote, historic titles on the next page. It seems right to me, especially with regard to, quote, Vicar of Jesus Christ. Vicar is one who takes the place of the boss in his absence, but Jesus Christ never absented himself and will never be absent from his church. With his death and resurrection, he became the, quote, head of the body, which is the church, and will continue to be such until the end of the world, the true and only Lord of the church. Now back to the Novus Ordo Watch article. What the, quote, papal preacher is referring to here is the Vatican's removal of the official papal titles for Francis in the yearbook known as the Annuario Pontificio, whereas in the past Bergoglio's titles had been listed as Vicar of Christ, Servant of the Servants of God, etc. Beginning with the 2020 edition, these were dropped and relegated to, quote, historic titles status, almost like a footnote, end quote. And that is sort of a formalization of the rejection of those titles. So there's confirmation that the title of Vicar of Christ has been rejected by Francis as a historic oddity, which sort of is an undermining of the authority of his predecessors. The papal preacher wouldn't dare to preach on something that the Pope didn't agree with. Make of that what you will, and I hope that this helps dispel the nonsensical claim that the Holy Ghost picks the Roman pontiff. That is a claim that had never been made in the history of the church until the post-conciliar era, and it's a claim the modernists have been quite happy to let continue when they can exploit it by demanding total obedience to their bizarre ideas and to the changes to the faith that Catholics in the past would never have tolerated, but for some reason, past few generations have tolerated, and I'm hoping that trend is coming to an end. Which brings me back what I said at the start of this. Feel free to take with a grain of salt the report that the Latin Mass is going to be abrogated in seminaries and formation houses of the FSSP and religious groups, which is the organization that oversees them, is responsible for that, that they're essentially changed, changed to end the traditional faith, that they have to change. We've seen plenty of gaslighting and false rumors from Rome before, but this one feels right, and for one main reason. All indications are that Francis tolerates Cardinal Roach and doesn't like him partially due to Francis' own prejudices against the English-speaking world, but reportedly he finds Roche insufferable on a personal level and doesn't want to give him a win. It's petty, but it's believable, and this document would come from an entirely different dicastery. It wouldn't give Roach any of the prestige that he so desperately craves. If they want to bury the traditional liturgy forever, they have to smash the formation houses and religious orders and the seminaries, so it sounds legitimate to me, because that's what this would accomplish. But then again, this could also just be another bad rumor. So I'm curious what you think about this, though, what's coming. If it's not an apostolic constitution, it makes you wonder if you will be able, if they will be able to accomplish what they are setting out to do here. Because an apostolic constitution has much higher authority, you know, canonically, than a motu proprio does. So I guess we'll see. Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please, this quick update, and uh, like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. Share this on social media. That helps a lot, too. I wanted to get this out to you today because we're approaching Holy Week. Well, I mean, it is Holy Week, but we're, we're approaching the final days before Easter, and I'm expecting a Good Friday message from Archbishop Vigano, and I wanted to make sure this got to you before all of that stuff came down, so... Let me know what you thought of all this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. As uh, sharing it on social media, it helps a lot, too. And these times, please pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.